0: This week's episode is something extra fun and special. We are going to be airing an episode, a guest episode that I actually did on another podcast, the Shoot It Straight podcast with Sabrina Gephardt, which if you're a photographer, you need to be listening to her podcast. But even if you're not a photographer, you should still give it a listen because Sabrina is all about sustainability in business. And if you're here, I assume that you also are always looking for better sustainability in your business because that is a core value that she and I share and it's just a podcast you need in your life if that's something that you're really passionate about as well. But I am sharing a episode with you that I actually did on her podcast. So what you'll hear is Sabrina interviewing me for her podcast in this episode. So what we're talking about is consistency in marketing and I'm sharing, you know, why consistency in marketing is so important, but also why it is that so many entrepreneurs find consistency so difficult and what you can do to implement Better strategy in your marketing so that you can see more consistency. So, this is a can't miss episode. Like I said, after you listen to this one, be sure to head over to Shoot It Straight and give it a follow so you can hear more great interviews and solo episodes with Sabrina, because you're definitely going to want to check that one out. You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 192, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. This episode is brought to you by my book, Chasing Simple Marketing. And you can grab your copy at amandawarfield.com book. How do I find time to create content without overwhelming myself? Where should I even be showing up in my marketing? How do I come up with fresh content ideas? Where should I be focusing my marketing efforts? What is lead generation anyways and how do I do it? Are launches still a thing? And most importantly, How do I put it all together to market my business strategically? Can I really grow my business without spending all of my time marketing? These are some of the questions that float around in your head when you think of marketing. Welcome, friend. This is Chasing Simple, where practical marketing strategy meets simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, simplicity-focused content marketing and launch strategist, speaker, educator, and author of Chasing Simple Marketing. I traded in my classroom lesson plans for helping creative entrepreneurs sustainably fit marketing into their business without it taking over their business, so that they have time to grow their business, take time off, and live the life they dreamed about when they first decided to go out on their own. When I'm working, you can find me working with one-on-one clients, such as The Contract Shop and Rebecca Rice Photography on their marketing strategy and copywriting, or helping my students simplify their marketing and launches. And when I'm not, you can find me spending time outside with my husband, Russell, reading in our hammock, watching Gamecock sports, traveling, or forcing our cats to snuggle me. If you feel overwhelmed by marketing, you aren't alone. Many entrepreneurs find marketing frustrating, overwhelming, and simply an obligation. They know they need it, but they don't enjoy how easily it can suck up their time when what they really want to be doing is the thing that they started their business to do. Which is why I'm here to help make marketing simple and less time consuming, so that you can spend less time on your marketing and more time growing your business and doing what you love. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on uncomplicating your marketing and business. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey there friend, I'm popping in really quickly to ask for your help. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a rating and review for the Chasing Simple podcast? You see, ratings and reviews are really important in the life of a podcast because it tells the podcast player that people are listening and enjoying the show, which means that this show is more likely to get suggested to a wider audience. Not only that, but Honestly, I love to read the encouraging words from listeners, especially on those hard days of entrepreneurship. So if you felt encouraged by this show or you've learned something that you've been able to implement to improve your business, I would love to hear about it. So please, go leave a rating review if you haven't already. It would truly mean the world to me.
1: Welcome back to the shoot it straight podcast today. We've got my friend, Amanda Warfield, and I'm really, really excited because Amanda and I got connected on the Instagram, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I don't know. Time flies. And um, she has taught in my group and I have been on her podcast and now it's her turn to be on mine. And so this is one of those situations where we followed each other online and now we've gotten to kind of know each other. And it's really fun because it's going to make the conversation just like friends, right? We're like old friends at this point. So Amanda Warfield is in charge of Chasing Simple, the podcast, the business. She's got a content planner. She's got a book coming out. I hope it's okay that I say that. Um, She does so many cool things. And she also has another hustle where she is a Disney travel agent, which is like so rad. Um, Anyways, that is just a little bit about her, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself. First of all, I'm so excited. And it's
0: funny because I have zero like placement in time of when we got, but the last like three years have just been this time warp where everything happened all at the same time. Basically it feels like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. I feel like now that I'm not like a student in school, I'm like, when was that exactly? (laughs) You know, it's really hard. And if there isn't some like, anchor in time, right. some big thing
0: that happened. I have right. no clue when anything happened. Totally. Totally. But for those that haven't met me yet, I'm Amanda Warfield. I'm a simplicity focused content marketing and launch strategist. And like Sabrina said, I'm the host of the Chasing Simple podcast. My book, which will also be titled Chasing Simple because I'm not creative and naming things is also coming out this summer, which I'm really, really excited about. And I know Sabrina actually has gotten to read a yeah. very early draft of it, which is really fun. Um, so yeah, we, we've we done a lot together. We have. I'm it's, just realizing this now. Yeah, just- we've
1: done a lot together in just however long it's been. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Okay, so today we are chatting about something really fun that Amanda knows all about, and i I like to think I know a little bit about, but she's the she's the mastermind here. So it's going to be a great conversation. But before we dive into today's topic, back up and tell me how you got started in business and like what your trajectory has been. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: when I started my business back in 2018, which is crazy that it's almost been five years, but <laughs> back in 2018, started my business, I was actually teaching on capsule wardrobes and simple living. And that was what I was really passionate about all the time. I was super excited to be able to like, oh, I can create courses online. I was also a teacher. So it was like, oh, I can take my educational background and do that online with something I'm super passionate about. How cool is that? And so I started a blog, started a business and was talking about capsule wardrobes and simple living and things like that. And at some point kind of veered more into time management. And then I started noticing that other entrepreneurs really struggle with time management because they lack that structure, right? We we can do whatever we want at any given time. And so I started teaching on that more. And that turned into this topic of consistency with your content marketing, which is what we're going to talk about today. And I had created this system for myself for creating a month's worth of content. At one time, in one week, I was able to batch out a whole month's worth of content, and then I could spend three weeks not worrying about marketing myself, which was really, really nice. And I happened to share about that on Instagram one day, and people lost their minds. I had never gotten so many messages before. And it made me sit back and go, oh, okay, this is actually a problem that other people have too. It's not just me. And so I started talking more and more about content batching and that just kind of evolved into this full love of marketing. So it's really funny that really the core of my business as it is today started with this topic
1: of consistency. Yeah, that's so cool. I love how you were so in tune with your audience and you picked up that little nugget of, oh, this is where things are going to go, right? I love that you were super aware. I want to say, I want to pat myself on the back for that. But
0: honestly, it was so obvious because I had significantly more messages than I had ever gotten before. I mean, I people left and right were DMing me about this and I was like, oh, Okay, let me try it again. And so then I posted about it again, and the same thing happened. And then I posted about it again, the same thing happened. And that was when I was finally like, "All right, they're hitting me over the head with this. I should, yeah. I should move towards this."
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I love it. So before we get really deep into this conversation, we're talking about consistency in marketing. But why don't you define for me like what you're gonna what you're calling marketing for this female creative small business entrepreneur? So good because I this is what I struggled with when I first started
0: my business originally, I was like, I'm terrible at marketing. I suck at it. And now it's what I do for a living. Yeah. Marketing, such a vague term. We hear the word marketing and we're like, yeah, I mean, I kind of know what that is, but like, what is it really? All it is, is using, and if we're talking specifically content marketing, using content that we're creating to get the word out about our businesses. So marketing is just whatever it is that you're doing to let other people know that your business exists. And it's really as simple as that, but there are so many different facets of marketing that we can get really overwhelmed by it.
1: Yeah, and that overwhelm is a really big part of the problem and I'm sure we're going to talk about it today. So when we start talking about consistency in marketing, right, consistency in selling ourselves, consistency in putting ourselves and our business out there, like what does that even look like, right? Like what does that mean?
0: Yeah, so good. A lot of times we look at, marketing experts and those those bigger business owners that we look up to and we see them talking about best practices for any individual content platform oh well if you post to instagram stories five times a day you're going to continue to show up best in people's feeds and if you post it this time yada yada, yada we look and we hear people talk about these best practices and we think okay well i as a solopreneur a very small business owner maybe i have a small team i need to work to those best practices. I've got to show up all the time, create a ton of content. And that's how I'm going to grow my business. But in reality, that's great for those businesses that have large teams. I have a couple of clients that have massive teams, like 10, 20 people. They're the kind of people that can put out YouTube and podcast and blog and TikTok and Instagram, because they have other people on their team doing that for them. They're creating the bare minimum of that actual process. They're not doing the entire full from concept to scheduled, right? They're just doing the littlest bit. And so they're able to put out a ton of content, but most of us are just these these small baby business yeah. owners yeah. and it's not realistic. And that's how we end up in even more overwhelm. We end up burning ourselves out on our content, which just consistency is gone at that point, right? We're done. We're ghosting. And so what consistency actually means is setting a schedule that you can stick to and that's realistic for you, whether that's showing up daily on Instagram stories or whether that's showing up once a week, whether that's putting out a new podcast episode every week or whether it's putting one out once a month, it doesn't really matter the rate that you're showing up as long as you're showing up when you say you're going to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I I mean, I think it's so important to set realistic expectations for yourself. I mean, just from the sole fact that like, we are all in different seasons of life, right? Like I have three kids, you have no kids, you know, some of us are single. Some of us are married. Some of us are, um, divorced. Some people have health issues or, I mean, it's, it's all plays a part in what you can manage and, trying to run your business the same way, like you said, as people who have this massive team, it, it's like not fair. It's not fair to yourself. You know,
0: it's like the, the same where people are like, Oh, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day as you No, she doesn't. Nope. She absolutely does not. She's got like 10 she's other people's whole 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like she's got a whole team that are helping her. And you know, it's in theory, it's a great sentiment, but realistically, no, it's not the same. It, right. It's definitely not the same. And not only does showing up consistently and when you say you will, it's good for your mental health. One, it's good for your own overwhelm, but it also builds the know, like, and trust factor with mm-hmm. your audience when they know, hey, Sabrina's going to show up every Tuesday with a new podcast episode. I don't know if that's when your podcast actually goes live, but when I know that every Tuesday, when her new podcast episode goes out, when I go my morning walk, that's what I'm listening to on Tuesday mornings. And it sets up this rhythm where they know, oh, I'm going to have her in my earbuds every Tuesday morning. And I trust that that new episode is going to come out. But if you say, I'm going to show up every Wednesday and then you skip a week, well, your people are going, where's your episode? And if you think they're not paying attention, they are, because I can guarantee you the times where my, I've had a tech issue and an episode hasn't gone out. It's all these DMS. Hey, um, this week's episode is not out. Uh, what's going on. And even, and I'm over here like, no one listens to my podcast. (laughs) Like why would they listen? I get those DMS, even if this is a little small time creator. And so It's so important that you show up when you say you're going to because your people really do pay attention to that. And they really do say, hey, this is when I'm listening to this podcast and I've got a routine
1: around it. Totally. And here's the thing about consistency and like what is realistic for you. I know I'm going to get asked. How do we decide what's realistic for us? Like, how do we learn? How do we figure that out? Is there a starting point that you recommend? And then like, what's the process?
0: The starting point that I typically recommend is do your best to lay out what you feel like is a realistic plan for you. Look at the amount of content you have been putting out. So maybe your goal has been every other week for your podcast and you've sometimes been meeting it and sometimes not. Okay. So every other week's not realistic. What are we gonna do? We're gonna take that back to once a month. But I tend to say, okay, lay out your plan, what you think is realistic, and then cut it in half. And that's always every time I mm. run Club Content Batching Live, that's where I get these like shot faces, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, I get cut it in half. You can always add bonus content in. You can always increase once you're in a rhythm. But it's so much better to put out less content on a consistent basis than to aim for more content and end up
1: inconsistent because people are going to stop paying attention if they don't feel like they can trust you. Okay, that is such gold. Um another reason why I love that is I am constantly telling people like we underestimate how long everything takes. Right? Like we're like, "Oh, I can bang out a whole month's worth of posts in a couple of hours." And I'm like, "No, you can't." <laughs> you know? Or we think just writing a really solid blog post will take, you know, one morning and I'm like, "Well, you know, it Everything takes longer and whether it's because we're not in a rhythm or we're not doing it in a a batch schedule and that's a whole other conversation, but things take longer and we totally uh, underestimate how long it takes us to do things well.
0: Well, and we, what we, we think is we're like, oh, in the best, most ideal scenario, it's going to take this time, but you don't account for the fact that you didn't sleep well last night or that you ran out of coffee and you didn't have your typical cup this morning or that your kid's homesick from school. There's so many factors that go into play. When you sit down to do any given task, your pet is driving you crazy and wants attention. You know, like you never know what's going to be happening. And so to say, oh, I'm going to be able to knock out this in this many hours. It's always better to underestimate than it is to overestimate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So if I'm going to start, like, if I'm going to commit to consistency in my marketing, okay. And you've already said like, make your dream schedule and then cut it in half. So then what, like, what am I starting with? What does that look like? Like, how am I creating that rhythm where I can actually be consistent? Yeah,
0: I always recommend to set aside a dedicated amount of time ahead of time. So again, for some, it's a week, some it's a couple of days, whatever that looks like, but set aside a rhythm where the third week of every month is going to be a week where you're working strictly on marketing. Maybe the first weekend of a month is where you're going to be working on your marketing, but set that aside and then mark it off on your calendar for the entire year. Protect Mm -hmm. that time. Because what ends up happening is over and over again with my students, oh, I set up my batch weeks, but then I scheduled a dentist appointment that morning, or I, oh, I had a meeting that I, I needed to really attend, and I, I ended up doing a bunch of meetings that day, and then I just didn't have time for batching. Protect that time and make it a priority so that you have the time to sit down and focus and knock some work out without having to go, okay, well, I've got an hour before this thing and 30 minutes here and this little bit of time here, stop trying to squeeze it in and make it a priority because your business needs marketing. It just, it's got to be a priority in some level. And it doesn't mean you need to spend all your time marketing, but you need to do
1: some marketing. I love the protecting the time because I mean, we will protect our schedule when it comes to client meetings or working with other people. But when it comes to just when we're working with ourselves, quote unquote, you know, when we're the ones that have to sit down and do it, we don't protect that time. And it's really kind of sad because just like you said, like our business needs some sort of marketing, okay? Whether you're going to be on social media or an email list or blogging for SEO, like you have to do something, you have to do something for people to find you. And when we are not committing to doing that consistently and allowing us to have that time, to do it. It's, it's like, we're not giving our business our best, right? Like we're not putting, we're not going all in. We're just kind of like, Oh, nobody's finding me. I'm not getting leads. I'm not getting the kind of leads I want. I'm not getting, well, what have you been doing lately? You know, the number one complaint people
0: have is I'm not getting leads and I'm not seeing sales. Okay. Well, when was the last time you showed up in your content and talked about that service? When was the last time you showed up on Instagram stories and told people about your course? If you're not talking about it, they don't know about it.
1: So most shoot it straight listeners know at this point that I love to really get to the why behind the thing we're talking about. That's just, that's what this, that's what this podcast is all about. The why, like I like to get to the underlying issue because I think a lot of it is the same it doesn't matter if we're talking about pricing or marketing or imposter syndrome or whatever it is, fill in the blank. A lot of the struggles, their internal struggles that we have, right? The thing about it is with entrepreneurs, like we are our business. And so if we're having mindset struggles or battles with things, right, it carries over. It carries over from personal to business. So why do you think creative entrepreneurs struggle so dang much with consistency?
0: I think there are Three main reasons. One is the overwhelm and just the mental aspect of, well, I haven't set aside the time to prioritize this, and it's on my to-do list. But you look at your to-do list and you go, "Gosh, there's so much to do." Marketing—that means I got to figure out what I'm going to say, where I'm going to say it, I got to actually say it, I got to, you know, there's so many tasks that go into post to my stories today. That's not a simple task. And so we overwhelm ourselves by not protecting that time and being intentional with our marketing. I think another thing is that imposter syndrome of, Oh, who am I to talk about this thing? Even if we're doing the thing with our clients, like our clients are happy. They love what we're doing. We still feel "Uh, why no one wants to hear from me. So we've got that imposter syndrome. And then I think the third thing that can hold a lot of us back is that we feel bored with talking about the same thing over and over and over again
1: yeah that's huge and it's it's something that like I know you teach your students and I teach my students but yet I still struggle with and I'm sure you still struggle with too like you're aware of it but it's still a problem we do we feel like we're talking about the same dang thing all the time to all the places and there is that level of boredom So I love the overwhelm, the imposter syndrome, and the boredom. Do you have any tips for combating any of those things when it comes to pushing through and marketing your business anyways? Well, we've talked a lot about
0: combating the overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, set aside that time, be intentional with it. Right. As far as imposter syndrome, I wish I had (laughs) other than just do it. Right, Right. That's just one of those things where you just, you show up even when you don't want to. And that's not to say yep. show up all the time, but even when you're like, why would they listen to me? You show up and you do it anyways, writing a book. If you want to learn about imposter syndrome, <laughs> I, it's rough. Um, and so I don't have any answers for that one other yeah. than just, it is a thing that we all yeah. struggle with yeah. and you're not alone, but boredom. I actually recorded a podcast episode about this today. Oh, cool. So the biggest and easiest thing you can do is to really pay attention to messaging when you sit down to prepare to plan your content. So before you even decide what you're talking about and when you're talking about it and what your strategy is for the next month of content, ask yourself one, what's happening in my niche right now? What is happening that's affecting my people that I could talk about? So, for example, let's say it's November and you know, okay, well, in November if I if I'm business to business, I know that I All of my audience members are in full on sprint right now. All of us in the business space, November is a sprint. So based on whatever I talk about, how can I mix that idea of this is going to be a sprint month where everyone's really busy? How do I mix that into my messaging this month? If you are a family photographer, maybe you are... In November, you probably have already done Christmas minis, but let's pretend you haven't. Maybe that's, you know, like, oh, Christmas minis are coming up. November, people are going to really want to make sure that they're thinking ahead for Christmas cards. That's going to, you're going to mix in your messaging based on what's happening during whatever month it is. And then there's so many other ways you can take that too. If it's like, you know, AI, chat, GBT, that's all a big thing right now. Right. For those of us that are copywriters and content creators, there's the whole, oh, they're going to take your job. That's a whole conversation that's happening in my niche right now that I can take and mix into my messaging of how do we use this to keep it simple in our marketing, right? So pay attention to what's happening in your niche and in the world around us. That's a great way to mix some new, fresh ideas into a consistent message that you're already talking about. And then the other thing to pay attention to is pop culture. So what's happening in pop culture right now that you can just slip in as a reference, not to change your messaging, but just to reference. So recently the Prince Harry book that has been a big thing that's been all over everyone's feed. How can you make a reference to something being the spare or I don't know, you know, just a little, a little sentence inside your content and copy to, to make it feel fresh and new, even though it's the same thing you've always said, you've just got a new reference in it.
1: Yeah. I love that. And number one, like we're all creatives. So this should be like a fun twist on how can I talk about this in a new way? But also, even if, even if you do have those super loyal listeners and followers that do hear you talking about it over and over again, the new reference, the new twist, the new way you word it could hit them in a way that it's never hit them before. And maybe all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, I do want to work with her. Oh my gosh, I want that experience, right? Like it, it can land differently too. I love that. Well, you think about,
0: we go back and we rewatch TV shows and we rewatch movies and those don't change. They don't get any new updates. And yet we still go, Ooh, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, totally. So Just imagine a different example or a different reference and what that can do for someone who's
1: listening or watching. Yeah, that's such a great point. I mean, that happens every single time you rewatch a movie or you read a book, a a, a book again, right? Anytime you're revisiting the same thing, you pick up on different stuff. So that's so smart. Um, I love it. So if anybody is listening right now and they are just struggling because of all the things and the overwhelm and the to-do list and the running the business and wearing all the hats, right? What is something they can take away today, this week, to start to implement consistency in their marketing without making the overwhelm worse? Mark the calendar. I want
0: everyone, if you don't already set aside time for your marketing, go to your calendar and for the rest of the year, set aside a little bit of time each month that is strictly for marketing and put washi tape over it, put a sticky note, whatever, so that you can't add new things to the calendar for those days. So that is strictly for your marketing. If you do
1: nothing else after this interview, go do that. Girl, same. That is like my favorite. That is my favorite thing, whether it's marketing or goals or white space or anything. I'm like, if you don't put that stuff on your calendar, you it's a daydream. It is a daydream that is never going to come to fruition, you know? So that is such a great tip. That's such a great tip. Okay. Um, I've got four kind of rapid fire questions that I love to end with. So what is your current favorite coffee shop order? I am so basic cinnamon <laughs> dolce latte from Starbucks every time. Okay. Love it. Basic is good. You know what you want. It's available all the time. Love it. Um, okay. Dream vacation. You cannot say Disney. You cannot say anything Disney related. <laughs> okay. Well, um, no Disney Paris or Disney Hong Kong. Okay. Cause I know that's where you're going. <laughs> that's where I was going. <laughs> Um, Oh, that makes it so hard. Honestly, probably the beach. Again, I'm just, just any great beach.
0: Yeah. Hey, I, Hey,
1: just, there's nothing wrong with a great beach the ocean
0: in my ear. Yeah. No, not. I don't want to get in the ocean, but like, I want to sit there with the book and the sun and be a lizard
1: and yeah. Yeah. Well, and it like literally forces you to relax. Cause there's like only so much to see and do, which is really great, it which is really so nice. great. Okay. Have you been to Disneyland Paris before? No,
0: I haven't done any of the international
1: ones. Oh my God. It's so cute. Like literally when you go on, it's a small world and it's in French, you're like, this is the most charming thing I've ever been on. It's so cute. It's so cute. We went there um, when I was pregnant with my first We went on our baby moon to Paris and we had originally, so it wasn't supposed to be a baby moon. It was supposed to just be a vacation and it was supposed to be 10 days to Paris. And then a couple of places in Italy, and we were going to bounce around. And, um, then I got pregnant and I was in, it was the, the tail end of my first trimester or the very beginning of the second trimester. And I was still like, felt just gross and sick and did not feel good. And so I, um, We were like, okay, well, we're still going because we've like set aside time for this amazing vacation, but let's just cut all of Italy out and we're going to do 10 days just in Paris. We're not going to go anywhere. Highly recommend because if you're the kind of person that likes to like see all the historic sites, and like, why wouldn't you? We did one site a day. We took an afternoon nap every day and then we like wandered around like a local. And so it was like the slowest, most magical vacation. Anyway, the last day we were like, we've seen everything let's go to Paris Disney. So we hopped on the train and did it just on a whim. And it was so fun. See, we're planning a trip to Japan right now. Amazing!
0: And I of course was like, "Well, we're going to Tokyo Disney," and my yeah. husband and I, you know, I had to argue
1: for two days because I was yeah. like, "There's
0: two parks. I have to go to." But when are we going back to Japan? Right,
1: right. Uh, so hopefully, no, you totally should. Oh, I bet Tokyo Disney is so cute with it's all the anime to be the stuff.
0: Best one? Yeah, so, I bet so it's excited. awesome.
1: Oh my gosh, I bet it's awesome. Okay, um, okay. When you think back over the course of your business, what was the decision or the investment that was the biggest game changer for you? The first group coaching program I invested in. And not
0: because the program itself was, I mean, it it was incredible, but not because of that, but because it was one, the first time that I had ever like invested in myself. And two, it's when I really started to create friendships within this online business space. And that for me was something that I was missing for a good two and a half years of being a business owner was I was doing it all in a bubble. And that did nothing for me mentally for the business, like starting to figure out, Oh, like, it's really cool to have people in my corner. So that I think that
1: for me was the biggest game changer was just realizing like how important relationships were. Totally. And that's such a good point. I mean, I will always say that like the big education investment is always the game changer in my opinion. But when you look at it from the side of like community and friendship. I think so many new entrepreneurs are in that space of loneliness, even if they wouldn't say they were right. Like, I don't think they may, I don't think they necessarily identify that like, Oh, I'm all by myself. And I'm sad until they're on the other side. And they're like, Oh my gosh, what was I missing? Right. Yeah. Yeah, There's just something about having people that get
0: what you do and you don't have
1: to explain. I don't
0: know if you listen to, um, Haley Gaffin, Embry Pairs, new podcast their, the episode this week, yes. where they were sharing about how their husbands just like, don't even tell people what they do because no one would get it. So right. Yeah, so this is why having 100% friends in the business space is so important because my people ask my husband, what I do? And he's like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, I get it so much. Okay. If you were not in content marketing and coaching and now an author, what do you think you'd be doing?
0: I'd probably still be teaching. I mean, that's what I was doing before. Um, I I very much am passionate about education, and so I, in some capacity, I would be teaching. I don't know if I'd still be in a classroom, um, but maybe teaching somehow within my church or something. I don't know, but something education, which I I know is you were like outside of education, but <laughs> no,
1: that's okay, that's okay. You know what I meant, outside of like business education. So space, yeah. yeah, no, I love that okay. education of some sort. I love it. So why don't you go ahead and share how everybody can connect with you in the future and reach out to you? Yeah, probably best place is Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm pretty
0: consistently showing up in stories there and you'll see lots of cute cat stuff. So that's always good. But I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield
1: love it. And we're going to have all the links and everything in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here today. It was so fun chatting. Um, I love all of our little tangents we went off on. I knew we would, I knew it was going to be a great conversation. So thank you for being here and, uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you for having me so much. Thank you
0: so much for joining me here today, friend. You can find this episode show notes as well as all of the resources you need to simplify your marketing over at amandawarfield.com. If you liked what you heard here today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you could take a moment to leave a rating and review, it would truly mean the world to me. Ratings and reviews are the number one way that you can support a podcast and ensure that it sticks around for many more episodes to come. I'll see you next time. Now go out and uncomplicate your marketing and business.